0: In a world full of adventure, beauty, and bad decisions, Riley Grace, that's me, and my two best friends, Rachel and Olivia, create a guide that will help you survive Europe, college style.
1: Chicks abroad. Results may vary. Bonjour, everybody. My name is Rachel Osher. I am Timothy Chalamet's girlfriend. You might have seen me in the fashion vlogs. I'm just strolling around Paris, living life with my BFF, Riley. Mwa, bye. <laughs>
0: Hi, my name is Livia Gabba. I am from an irrelevant state, Wisconsin, which means I love cheese, I love drinking, my favorite type of alcohol is free. I'm a Taurus, which means that I'm the best, and
1: I'm also a fake blonde, boom. And I also speak French, which makes me better than most of the population. Tip number one,
2: mind
0: the gap gap. It was Wednesday, March 16th, and James was turning 21. Unfortunately, it was a Wednesday, but honestly, that doesn't keep us from much. James is one of the only guys in our Paris program besides our other friend, William. I remember we were sitting in my apartment, uh, which I share with Annalise, Annie, and Faith, and Annie had gone to the store to get James a really sad version of a birthday cake because they don't sell traditional birthday cakes in Paris, apparently. She even got him those little candles to spell out his name. We really spoiled him. I think the cake was actually a large circular brownie that we warmed up in the microwave. We decided that to celebrate James's birthday, we would go to this local bar, Le Cristal. They had these really cheap pitchers of beer we would all share, and they were about 5 euros. The metro station was right across the street from my apartment, which was really convenient for us. We walked up straight after finishing James's birthday brownie, and I remember that we had a big group of people, and we kind of separated into two groups along the platform. I think it was because the front group was not faced by the two flights of stairs, unlike my group that was quite winded. It was pretty close to Paris rush hour, so the train cars were packed. Uh, We were all pushing and shoving to try and get each other inside the train cars. The last thing I remember is Rachel pushing on my back to get me to fit in with all the people. And all of a sudden, my heel slips off the edge of the train. My leg falls straight into the gap between the car and the platform. It all happened so quickly. My leg was sitting there in the gap and the other bent up to my chest as I flailed not knowing what to do.
2: So basically, this is where it all ends.
1: I don't know who picked you up, here's what I remember. I remember (laughs) being in the train, looking back at you. All of a sudden, I see someone in the gap. I laugh to myself and think, what idiot would do that? And (laughs) And then darkness, and then I see you in the train looking frantically around, and that is my memory.
0: Rachel and William are laughing. Literally all the people in the train car were just staring at us, wondering how Americans could have so few brain cells.
1: I mean, I would say we looked a little foolish Um, because they, they make it pretty clear that you're not supposed to go in the gap. And yet you did.
2: Tip number two, to prevent harassment, make sure you look like a hobo when you go to the corner store.
0: Although the Parisians think Americans are the crazy ones, the Parisians also have their fair share of nut jobs. So it was another evening that me and the girls were getting ready to go out in Paris, and we spent the afternoon getting ready. The whole afternoon. We only have one bathroom in our apartment, so four women getting ready takes forever. Annalise and I finished first, and we were preparing for everybody to come over. Usually, before we go out, we would have snacks and some wine. We realized that we failed to prepare enough for that, so me and Annalise went downstairs under the metro to this corner store. Now remember, we were dressed up. High heels, tights, the whole shebang. We were walking down the road when all of a sudden we realized we were being followed. and. Before we knew it, I was hearing this weird voice coming from behind me, saying,
2: Compliance,
0: Madame." And I couldn't believe my ears. For those of you who don't understand French, he was asking how much I cost, like I was a prostitute.
2: First off, I'm worth more than you could ever afford.
0: Okay, we were dressed up, but it was classy. They did follow us into the corner store, but they soon left us alone because we didn't pay them any attention. I'm really glad that I made the personal decision to keep my pepper spray with me all the time. Now we just took our snacks and got our wine, went back to the apartment so that we could hang out with everybody before we were ready to go out for the night.
2: I like to call this story the Mac and Cheese Bomb. Tip number three, don't buy boxed food off of French Amazon.
0: Speaking of snacks, I'm a macaroni and cheese fanatic. It's my favorite food and if I'm asked on a date, I usually order the kids macaroni and cheese. So the only thing to take from that is that I'm a really cheap date. In Paris, you cannot buy my favorite brand of mac and cheese at the grocery store. In fact, they don't even sell any brand of mac and cheese at the grocery store. You have to make it from scratch. I actually really enjoyed learning how to do that and believe it or not, it's not that difficult. One evening, I was sitting on my couch craving my favorite brand of macaroni and cheese. I got on the internet and I went to Amazon France. There was one box for 15 euros and I could ship it to myself for 7 euros. So for 22 euros, I was shipping myself a box of macaroni and cheese. On top of that, it took nearly two weeks to arrive and when I got it, the box that it came in was all bent. Did I care? No. On the evening it came, I told myself I was only gonna cook half and I would save the rest for later. And did I do that? No. I ate the entire thing. No shame whatsoever. It was worth every penny and every day I waited for it. But that was until later that evening, me and Annalise and a couple of our other friends went to this bar in Paris called Lavomatic. It was actually really cool. The outside of the bar was decorated like a laundromat and we had to climb through a washing machine to get to the staircase that takes you up to the bar. It was in a loft. I remember walking up and seeing this neon sign that spelled out Lavomatic. It was really bright, flashing, and blue. And I remember it so vividly because I got to stare at it for so freaking long while waiting in the line to get inside. So believe it or not, at a bar that is inside a laundromat loft isn't very big. We had to wait for people to leave before we could go inside and the whole group of us sat on the curb chatting laughing and hanging out all of a sudden i got this really rumbly feeling i started to have sharp pain in my stomach and i was slowly starting to sweat i was about to blow and i knew it
2: this is where it gets interesting
0: in paris there's not fast food restaurants on every street corner where you can just stop in at the bathroom Even at the little roadside cafes in Paris, you can't use the bathroom usually unless you're a customer. The mac and cheese was hitting my stomach hard and fast. I thought honestly I was gonna cry. To my freaking luck, there was one of those street corner self-cleaning toilets. They're like these big grey chambers and you push this big green button on the outside and the door swings open. You do your business and when you leave, the door locks and it sprays the entire room with water so basically the room is wet all the time including the toilet paper. When I spotted my toilet chamber, I made my friend here run to it with me. I legitimately thought I wasn't gonna make it, but I did. I will never forget the wet, musty toilet chamber with wet toilet paper on the streets of Paris after ordering my favorite brand of mac and cheese on French Amazon. In the end, I did make it into the bar with everyone, and I did not order any more mac and cheese on the internet.
2: Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Tip number four. Don't celebrate any holidays the French don't. It will not go well for you.
0: Something that I've briefly mentioned up to this point is my roommates and our lovely apartment. It's actually a decent size. Two bedrooms, a kitchen, dining room, a living room, and even a large closet. I shared a room with Faith, and Annie and Annalise stayed in the room across the hall. Let me tell you the story about Faith really quick. Her name is Faith, and the French have an accent when they try and speak English, obviously. They cannot pronounce the TH sound. So when a French person tries to say Faith's name, they say Face and it is probably one of the most hilarious things I have ever personally heard. So we call her Face. Anyways, it took us a while to get used to not having a clothing dryer, dishwasher, or even a heater in the house. I remember cold nights and having this tiny space heater on high between me and Face's twin beds. Our apartment also came with some luxuries, a pizza cafe right downstairs and a lovely old woman who seemed to get her panties in a wad about nearly anything.
2: Don't forget her rat dog. Your crazy
0: neighbors. So that was something that I did not expect and made me so happy that I did not live in the apartments, even though I had a bad host family experience because my host family hated me probably the same amount as your neighbors hated you. Hey! That was until St. Patrick's Day when we were all having a jolly time getting ready to go out. We were drinking and playing music and we were like dancing but like nothing crazy, nothing loud. We knew the rules and it was just like a casual get-together. And I remember you guys had to like put extra flooring down and extra blankets and like no shoes could be on in the house. This is a day we had all been waiting on. We knew this day was going to be one of the funnest holidays to celebrate all together in Paris. And it was also three days before my birthday. On top of that, we also found this awesome iPhone app game that's called Scream Go Hero. And if you don't want to piss off your neighbors, do not play this game. It's just this little character that jumps from block to block by the sound of your voice. So the higher and louder your voice, the faster and higher the character would jump. I think you can already tell how this would become a really big problem. I have never laughed so hard as when we played that game that day.
2: Yo, (laughs) yo. Looked at it, opened (laughs) the game, and went,
0: ah! we played that stupid game for at least two hours it was around 3 p.m we were getting ready to leave and this Justin Bieber song came on and you betcha all of us girls sing at the top of our lungs and dancing it was probably our 12th mistake of the day before we knew it there was a pounding on our front door and guess who it was and we hear this bang on the door over and over again and we turn the music off and they're like bang, bang, bang again and we all just hide. Basically, I think I went in the bathroom, I'm pretty sure, like doing my hair. They came in, we're just yelling at Annie who speaks no French. Annie's talking to them and she's like, I'm so sorry. Like she was just trying to be nice because they were so mad. And unfortunately, the stereotype that French people are snobs is true in a lot of senses. Yeah, so they could not be calmed down. This old woman starts going off in broken English saying, why are you here? Why don't you speak French? Americans are so, so loud. All you do is laugh. Go back to where you came from.
2: Yeah, well, you go back to your nursing home.
0: (sighs) Honestly, I don't want to give it to them. I don't want to give them the time of day. Because I was in the middle of the day on a Saturday, and it was a holiday. Prussian people are so stuck up and rude, I will never forget being told to go back to my country.
2: Yeah, I was there to study your culture and learn your language, you old bag of lasagna.
0: Then we went on and continued to have a wonderful St. Patrick's Day. Soon enough, we all had our shoes on and left the apartment for the bars. And the rest of the night didn't go any smoother. We stayed out so late that I ended up missing the last metro of the night, falling down the stairs running after it, missing the last bus and finally having to take an uber off of somebody else's phone needless to say in order for you to celebrate saint patrick's day in paris bring a portable charger don't celebrate it at your apartment because that's not acceptable and keep track of the time at the trains because they use military time
1: it was a great way to spend St. patrick's day
0: At the end of the day, after all the chaos, one of the best things we can take away from this is our favorite memories.
1: Ah, uh, yes, my favorite memory. I've expressed it once, I'll say it again. After our orientation at the Sorbonne, we were all just getting to know each other. We, Most of us had just met for the first time that day. We met James that day. I met Annelise for the first time. And after orientation, we all headed over to this little bistro that was a few doors down from the school, and we ordered. Charcuterie boards and fromage, and we drank wine and we shared stories and we talked about uh, Timothy Chalamet. And James said that he, he made these wild claims that he was better looking than Timothy Chalamet, which is just physically impossible. No one can. And we all got to know each other. And I cherish those beginning stages of our soon-to-become beautiful friendships. I loved that day. I had a fantastic time. Thanks for listening to Chicks Abroad. Hopefully,
0: you learned something today. Check out our blog at agcj366.tamu.edu to read the journal entries that I wrote each day and get all the full details of each story along with photos of all our adventures. Tune in to our next episode to continue to hear all
2: of our traveling catastrophes,